I'm working yet. Yeah, I can hear you. Are you going to go video? Hey. Yeah, they are. Perfect. Hey, she's got the clearest background out of all of us. Well, I hope it's okay because the sun's literally right there. So if the sun starts to move, I'm just going like, to... Oh, it's just natural light. Yeah, natural lighting yeah. works well. Natural lighting's always best. Mm. This is your chance to go into the white room. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to be in there with Kieran just standing behind the door. <laughs> oh yeah, that was creepy. That was creepy. That's, that's nightmare fuel. That's literally nightmare fuel. <laughs> Welcome to It's Time to Go, a Big Brother Australia podcast. My name is Jamie Shepherd. For two points, I'm nominating my co-host, Ben Myers. And for one point, I'm nominating our first ever guest, our first ever housemate to join us on the podcast. Uh, it's Casey. <laughs> what a nice so surprise. Nice. Yeah, very yeah. nice surprise. And Is it the, uh, well, we were pl- <laughs> We were playing it for a while. I feel like we sort of, I don't know if this is bo- works both ways, but I feel like we've watched a lot of you and we've sent, I've seen you on television a lot and we've sent each other video messages and I feel like I sort of know you, but this is our first time talking face to face. So it's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. It's, it's very weird. Cause like it's, I understand that people feel like they know me, but even after like, some of the fans and stuff that I get, like, contact me, like, regularly. I feel like I know them as well. Like, so it goes both ways. Like, it definitely goes both ways. I wasn't going to – I didn't even have the planned topic of, like, weird uh, fan experiences, but what are some weird – do you have any weird fan experiences? Um, oh, probably just that one that I was, like, video chatting um, to you about. That I was, like – I, I'll tell the audience because it's, it's a funny story. It's a great it story. It's a great story. Um, yeah. So um, my problems in the house, for everyone that doesn't know, I was super constipated a lot, um, continued. So we're just really coming out of the woodwork. Uh, so it's been a long journey. Um, all my friends are concerned for me. Anyway, we digress. So I was in the store um, in like homeless person attire. Like I was literally like in pajamas. Um, and I was buying uh, some stuff to help me poo and a fan came up to me and they were like oh can I get a picture with you and like I'm literally holding like packets of whatever's gonna help me poo um so that photo exists somewhere so if someone could send me that photo I actually kind of want to look at it I think it, it'd be a nice memento maybe a phone background <laughs> <laughs> is that weird for you like you went into the house like you could go to the shops and you were unknown and then now that it's been on tv is that weird that people are like coming up to you while you're just going about your life Oh my god! Honestly, it's it's so strange, and like I feel like it's it's so weird because I know I don't know how a lot of the other housemates are, but I just was completely myself, and like throughout this entire experience, I don't think there's been a part of me that I haven't been like, no, that's pretty accurate to who I am. Like it's all been like the same pretty much across the board, and then yeah, so like when people come up to me, I almost get as excited as they do. Like I'm just like oh my god like it's nice to meet you too like I went out to this bar and literally there was so many people that were like can I buy you a drink and I was like oh my god let me buy you one like and then I'm like no take three drinks <laughs> calm down that's the best part of it yeah yeah um, I know all the free stuff because <laughs> you weren't like you definitely of all uh I shouldn't I don't know if I should say this you of all people seem to be the least not a one of the least people who are just not pushing yourself out there for like the continued fame after the show would I be somewhat right in saying that 
I think you'd definitely be right in saying that. Even, but I've even like looked at other people in the way they're kind of um, like their social media presence and stuff. And I'm kind of like, am I doing enough? But then like I've, I've definitely been offered like things um, and they just don't resonate with me. So I'm like, I'm not going to do something that I would look back on. And this is what, this is the way I was in the house too. I never wanted to act away because at the end of the day, like, the show ends and you have to live with the way you acted in the house. So I never wanted to act a way that I would look back on and be like, that is not me. So it's the same with all these brand deals and stuff. I don't want to sell something or I don't want to be someone that I like, why would you buy something from someone if they wouldn't endorse it? Like, so I've definitely said like no to a couple of things. Cause I'm like, well, I'm not just, but I'm sorry, I don't want to swear. No, <laughs> no, go ahead, you can swear, it's oh, fine. Okay, 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 I swear a lot. So. But yeah, I'm not <laughs> just going to like endorse something. If I wouldn't use it, like I just, I just think that's so inauthentic. And I think, I think, but I think that shines through. Like I think, I know a lot of that with reality TV, um, I, I think shines through anyway. Like you can see the people that are real people as opposed to the people that are like, I want to be this person and I want to put on the best front. Like even with all like my Insta stories and stuff like that, like I, I don't care. Like this is how I would be if I didn't have an audience and this is how I'm going to be if I do. Like I want to be so myself that I don't have to like, oh, sorry, let me just chuck this this on like I've got to like put this beautiful thing and make it look so beautiful like that's not me like I'm like you know you can look the part and I can do my hair and I can do my makeup but at the end of the day I act like a bloody boy like (laughs) there's no hiding it so I just yeah I think that's a tangent where am I going with this no I think that I think that I think that answers the question and um I I would (laughs) I would agree with you that it seems consistent with like who we saw, even though on the show we didn't see heaps. Um, I feel like what I'm seeing like on your Instagram and I know you've like started up a cameo, but other than like what's continued on from the house, it all seems pretty like consistent and, and real. As you know what? Yeah. Do you, do you know what's so funny with that? So I started the cameo because they reached out to me and I was like, I didn't even really like look at it. And I honestly, I'm going to delete it. Like I literally sent this one video to someone um, and it was only because the question literally resonated with me so much and th- they were talking about mental health and they were really struggling. And I literally sent them this like very specific video. I was like, do this, do this, do this. But like, even that, like I was so tired. Like I'd just gotten back from Byron. We slept for 36, like we had, we'd been awake for 36 hours and we had to go through quarantine. And then this company are like reaching out to me and they're like, oh, do this, do this, do this. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. And then I didn't really understand it. And then the next day I was like, oh, well, like, I've got requests. Like, I need to, I need to plug this a bit more. Like I need to do something. And then I literally only sent this one video. And then I said to the person in the thing, I was like, just DM me. Like we can chat on this. So I'm not even using it. Like I don't even know what I'm doing with it. Yeah. Like it's just sitting there and I'm like, oh, this, I don't even think this is me anyway. And then I have people DM me and I just send them videos. <laughs> like, <laughs> the worst service ever. No, I you heard- were. Yeah, go Jen. I've heard from a few people who do cameo from like American reality TV shows that literally they like put an hour aside each week just to like knock a fair few of them out. So it like, I guess it does become a bit of a chore. I just, yeah, but like, and also I just don't really think that that's me anyway. I don't even know really why I did it. Like, honestly, like it was, it was, I, it was definitely sleep deprivation. Like I have been meaning to all day, like take it off my like Instagram. I'm just going to like shut it down. And just, but because I just, it doesn't, 
like I, I don't know like I feel like this this person that messaged me on Instagram and they were like oh can you send this video to my friend like he's like going through a really hard time and I was like like I don't know like if I was really that interested in the money wouldn't I be like no go to my cameo like I just <laughs> literally I, I literally went went on the balcony and I was just like straight away like sent this video because like that yeah and then the only video I bloody responded to is this one that yeah was this person really struggling mentally like I just it's just not really I don't know I don't know what I was thinking I don't know I just wanted to jump on the bandwagon no it seems like a, it does seem like a weird thing to ask money for especially if someone's asking for advice even though there are some people who yeah. make like career, even though there are some people who make careers out of I guess you know people paying them for advice or like help mental help but yeah I don't know. I don't know. And like the thing is, I love giving advice. Like all of my friends call me counselor Casey. Like <laughs> I, I like literally. I love. I love helping people. It is my favourite thing to do. And yeah, and it did feel very weird. Like I was like, wait, what am I? What am I doing here? Like, and like the thing is, yeah, it, all you have to do is DM me. Like I literally respond to almost all my DMs. Like I try my best so much to respond to them all. And every time it's like a really intense one, I'm like, oh. I'll, I'll, help this person out like jesus christ like because i can't I, I don't know i can't live without my conscience like literally my boyfriend has to be like put your phone away and i'm like no one more <laughs> let me help no you were always very good from i think it was like after episode one that i probably first mess <laughs> that i first <laughs> messaged you <laughs> <laughs> yeah wait did you message me on your private one i think i totally messaged you on my private one and i was like she's probably not going to get back to this and then you did and you've been great ever since <laughs> yeah I, I really try my best like sometimes the only ones i don't respond to are the ones that are like hey message back and they like but they, they do it all the time like they're like please respond please respond and i'm like but what do you want me to respond to this are they are they asking and, anything or trying to have a conversation no, or are they just no to... it's literally just like hey and then it'll be another message underneath it's like please respond but they do it every day and then i'm just like this is like you're asking me to not respond to anything and like you know if it's been like a day and a half and there's six messages just being like please respond i'm like i'm not gonna respond yeah what do you say yeah where do you go with that um i want to get into um into the show i found out from one of the interviews you did you hadn't seen much of big brother before auditioning is that right yeah so um i've never watched the show ever um ever and then when when i was actually going through my audition process i said that to them and i was like do you want me to like watch some of that and they're like no 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 we love it like we love that you've never watched it i don't even know if people would believe that but like i swear to god I it was literally it. like i was um i was with my sister and she was like talking to me and she was like oh i just saw that big brother's coming back on i think he would be great um you should audition and then the next day i was super hungover and like my phone was sitting beside me and i reckon it was like one of those like targeted ad things and like it literally came up on my facebook and it was like big brother auditions and i was so hungover and i was like this will be so funny like it'll cheer me up so i literally did the whole thing like on my computer literally like full just like dead just like but i was like laughing to myself it was the only thing that gave me happiness that day and i was like i'm so funny <laughs> and then when i called i was like wait what's happening <laughs> i'm so confused I was the exact I was the exact same. I sort of did I did one like a few weeks ago and I sort of just took it as a lull. Um That's I honestly like that's the thing. Like people ask me for advice and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I'm just the worst person to ask about this because I literally did it as a joke and I think it was just one of those things that like my personality just must have shone 
shun through. <laughs> wow, that was a journey. Um, and I think they must have just been like, oh, no, like, let's, let's get this girl on here. Like, she's a train wreck. Like, this would be so funny. <laughs> and you really and you really were you were a train wreck the whole way through but it was great yeah. it was great to watch <laughs> an absolute train wreck like all my friends were like this is you like there's like they've not misedited you like this is you and i'm like yeah i know it's, it's an absolute mess but it was funny we were talking about uh on a previous podcast uh that you were just like it just seems fitting that you would never watch the show had never watched the show before but did like surprisingly well just doing your thing um <sighs> Yeah, so that's the thing, like, when people are like, oh, my God, you played such an impressive social game. Like, the thing is, like, I just, I don't even know if I knew what I was doing. Like, I was definitely, like, there was intent. Everything I was doing there was with intent, it was definitely not malice. Like, I just, I just didn't have that in me to just, like, stab, stab. Like, it was just not me. So, but I, when they say, like, oh, you played such an impressive social game, I think I'm quite a social butterfly, so, and I'm like that in my everyday life. So I, it just felt so natural to me to just act that way anyway. And I think that is what carried me so far is because I really took the time um, to check in with each individual person and, and like establish relationships outside of um, like, you know, like you've got your main group. Like I'm, I'm the black sheep of my group. Like I've got a million different friends, like from different walks of life. And I think that's, kind of what carried me like I think it was literally just that I would take the time to go and like sit down with people that weren't in my group and stuff like that so when it came to like nominations and stuff and even though I got put up so much it was like until the very last one I was put up as a safe boat like I'm mm. literally just put being put up as safe boats like oh well Casey's safe let's just chuck her in there like no one's gonna vote her out so let's get this like it's like it's like the best vote to put me up is like well if we put Casey up let's get this other person out they're a sure thing like so I kind of, yeah, I kind of think that's probably what it was. And when you're playing a game like Big Brother or any, like, I guess any reality television show, a lot of people could do that, go around, sort of mingle between groups and it could be seen as, or genuinely be just a strategical move. But whereas from you, obviously I would be like certain that it wouldn't be that. It was just like, it's just you. Yeah. And I think, I think um, that's what everyone felt like with Alan. Like, I think because... Ah, you could kind of see through his game. Like I think him like coming up to you and him being like, Oh, what are you doing? Like, blah, 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 blah. It like, even though like he's a lovely guy, but like, I think it, it showed like that there was like, it was just written all over his face. Like he wasn't yeah. here to have a chat with me. He doesn't want to get to know me. He's just trying to say the bare minimum to secure the friendship, like spray paint it all nice and just be like, well, I checked in with her today. And then like, it's like, you can see him moving from group to group to group. And I think that was like his downfall was where it was like just completely inauthentic, but it was a bit blanket. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like you've got to have the friendships, but they've got to still be organic. Otherwise yeah, they're not going to be realistic. No, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's the thing as well, like, especially with me, like, if I, like, if there was, like, a sinking ship, like, if I knew that the friendship was never going to build, like, I would literally just, like, leave it. I'm like, I'm just not even going to talk to you because it's going to feel fake. And I think that actually puts more of a target on my back. So there would, like, yeah, like, there was a couple of people, like, that I would just, like, avoid because I'm like, well, we've got nothing to say to one another. We're not really... We're not really mingling in the same groups. Our personalities aren't gelling. So if I come up to you and try to spark up a conversation, it's just going to look like I'm like a wanker. 
Um, speaking of your social game, I want to get into it. Um, going into the house, it must have been like overwhelming. But like, who did you start to feel like you were connecting with on like night one and day two? Um, so like straight off the bat, like honest to God, like I'm a guy's girl, like straight off the bat, like I loved, um, Maddie and Dan, like I just yep. like straight away, as soon as I got in there, like me and Dan were just like having bands. So I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Like me and me, um, Dan, Kieran and Zoe and Ian were all in there like first. Like, so that was, yeah, I, cause I came in fifth. Mm-hmm. So that was like kind of, and like immediately I was like, oh, this, this dude's like pretty good. And then I think Maddie came in like, eighth and then I was like oh like and I could just his accent like I'm from Kalgoorlie he's from Broken Hill they're basically the same place just in different sides of Australia I was like oh this is like perfect like and so and that's another thing like that friendship was so organic which is why it kind of upsets me the way it's like been portrayed as like you know like this is like these big macho men and I'm like dude like just leave I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and like you obviously said you saw through Alan on night one, but was there anyone like not not to get into like negatives, but was there like certain like awkwardness with certain people on like night one where you could just already feel like this wasn't gonna like be your vibe with them? No, no, see like nothing like that. And like even Alan, like I was pretty chill with like it wasn't kind of till like day three that I reckon you started to really feel the shift between people. You could kind of feel people slipping away. And like I think it was after Laura left and then the newbies came in. Like I thought me and Marissa were all cool and we were like cool after this but like I noticed that as soon as the new people came in it was like she like jumped ship she was like oh like I'm gonna hang out with these people like maybe she was just feeling like not super aligned with anyone but you could see that like as soon as like Sophie um Chad Sarah and Sarah came in she was like bang like I'm gonna hang out with these people and I think yeah maybe it was just because she just didn't feel that aligned with people like I don't know, but yeah, you could definitely, that was when the shift all started. Like you could just feel it straight away. Right. Just really quickly, is this getting too dark? Do you need me to like open this? Oh no, it's fine. Like that's, everything's totally fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. fine. Okay. Um, No, like you mentioned about the newbies rocking up. Obviously in the show, it's episode two, but for you guys, you've been in the house for like three or four days. Was that like, was that like weird all of a sudden having like new people in the house? Oh, honest to God, like, I'm not even joking. Like, when I saw the comments and it was like, why are they getting so upset? Like, blah, 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 blah. You have to understand, like, that's right. I'm so sorry. Can you hear that? What's going on? No, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let me me restart my tangent. Now I'm curious as to what's going on now. Oh, there was was a phone ringing and I'm like, oh, do I need to, like, turn that off? Um, But, so, yeah, like, when they came in, like, you have to understand, like, as soon as like I think it's like after like 16 hours like honestly the magnitude of what's happening hits you like your emotions are so heightened like you are literally using your brain 24 7 like it just doesn't stop it's like like just going 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 and you're thinking about everything and you're thinking like you're overthinking things and it's just it's so overwhelming and then so you've already been on this kind of like emotional journey and then it was very like it was very confronting to be like, okay, like we need to get Laura out because she's quite a strategic player. But then for me, I really grappled with that because I was like, 
well, like, Kieran's just, like, really, like, he's doing the wrong thing. And there was a lot that you didn't see with that. Like, he was he was really, like, he said some things that I was just, like, I'm super not into this. Yeah. And then for Laura to, like, to us, like, like, you didn't know where Laura's head was at. See, that was where you had to kind of separate yourself from the game and be like, okay, let's do this. So that was a whole, like, journey. Like, I literally felt like I climbed a mountain. And then to wake up and have strangers in my home I was like are you actually joking like are you pulling the piss and then because I'd never watched the show I, I literally walked straight into the diary room I was like what the fuck is going on like literally what are you doing and he was just like oh well this is big brother's game and I was like well I've never watched the fucking game and he was like well maybe you should have watched the game and I was like they told me not to like they literally they advised against this shit oh I was so I was so upset I was like are you actually kidding and then like after a while like started chatting to them and I was like okay well it's pretty nice but I was like I was off it like in the first like I reckon the first three hours like I was filthy like I was just like are you joking like this is four more people that are just like in the way to the end and also like we've been here longer like they need to earn their stripes like I know I know that sounds dumb when it's like I think it was like three and a half days, but like you have to understand like just how quickly your mentality is. Like honestly, like like I think we got the letters after ten days, and I literally bawled at every single person's letter, and every single person there bawled their eyes out. Even I think Shane and like Hannah and stuff had been there for like three days, and they all cried. Like it was very, it's just it really catches up on you so quickly. Like you just because you're so cut off from everything it's just like everything's so high so yeah i was pretty pissed off that's so weird because i I watched that i saw that and i was like god damn they've been in there for like 10 days why are they crying but then i think about times where i've like spoken to family or like friends after like a brief very brief period of time away and i'm very emotional as well so like even like i like i um lived like overseas for like a good chunk of time and i like messaged my sister all the time but like I never like spoke to her on the phone and I think it was like after like five months she called me and hearing her voice I was like oh my god like because all we'd been doing was like texting because we were just like on different time schedules and stuff and then when she called it like really hit me but this was like 10 days and like literally I opened up this letter for my sister and I saw her handwriting and it was just like bang like I was just absolute waterworks and it's just and even like before that like I think it, it was day seven and I was like I just I just want to speak to somebody I know because that's the thing. At the end of the day, you've got nothing familiar and you only have your gut to trust. But even like I was friends with like Dan, Maddie, they like everyone from the beginning, but you have to trust your gut that these people are going to have your back and they're not going to backstab you. And and you just can't, like you literally can't, like even though you're like, oh, I really like them and they're saying really nice things to me, there's a part of you that's like holding back. So you just want like something from the outside world from like your real life where like it's people that know you people that love you just to like hold on to like I literally read like my sister's letter like non-stop like it was ridiculous oh. like I read it I read it all the time because I was just like oh it's so nice <laughs> speaking of speaking about like uh detachment from the outside world I don't think there's any other like scenario you'd be in or any other reality tv show you'd be in where it is like disconnect from not only like social media but news and people um what's that like um, it was, I don't know, I didn't really mind the, like, disconnect from social media and stuff like that. It was, the weirder thing, I think, for me was the time. 
like it it actively bothered me like not knowing the time like to the point where like yeah. it would upset me like mm. it just really like the social media and stuff like because you're kind of just like you're always surrounded by people so you're never lonely yeah. like um so that yeah that just really didn't bother me but yeah it would severely bother me oh and not know the weather but it was really <laughs> annoying to like go outside and you're like oh wow it's super sunny and then an hour later it's like torrential downpour like that really pissed me off because I like wake up in the morning like my dad's like brainwashed me and I like check the weather to dress for the weather because I don't like going outside and being cold or hot or whatever so like I'm always dressing for the weather so yeah I would get really pissed off I was like what the fuck is the time what the fuck is the forecast and those are those, that's funny because those have always been like truth things I guess throughout history before even social media people would always ask what the time is and what the weather is like yeah. we all need to know it oh. Honestly, I was in Bali once and both me and my sisters had our phones nipped and literally the the amount, we would literally just go into restaurants and just be like, oh, what's the time? Like, what's the time? And they would just be like, what? Like, why do you care? And we're like, we don't have the, I need the fucking time. Like, I think we were there for an extra like 10 days after that or something as well. Or like maybe seven, I don't know. But I was honestly, I was just, was so off but I was just like I just need to know the time like where's my day going ask this it's just nice to like oh no actually it's just nice to know the the, the time like you don't have to Uh, I don't have to justify that (laughs) I'm the same when like my phone like my phone battery dies and I remember it happened to me at a music festival once and I was like midway through this I was seeing I was at Green Day actually I was watching Green Day play and I remember it was like Living Colour started at nine o'clock and Green Day was playing a three-hour set and I was like I've got to get out of here at like eight o'clock so I can only stay for two hours and then my phone died and I like went like crowd surfed up to the front and I was like just yelling at the security being like you need to put the fucking time up on the screens or some shit so people (laughs) get the time up there now they're like man we've got bigger problems (laughs) like kids ODing in the corner you can check the time later (laughs) oh my god get a watch (laughs) yeah get a fucking watch mate with not knowing the time, like, how did that work for, for comps and evictions? Like, how much warning would you get before those things were happening then? It was different every single time. Like, there was one time where it was, like, I think they gave us, like, five hours notice. So I was literally wearing, like, like I was wearing, like, a full face makeup in the sun. And I was, like, I, first of all, I could be tanning. Like, I'm wasting valuable sun right now. Like, this, yep. I've, I've got my makeup on way too early. And you can't put tanning oil with long hair because you get the oily. It was a whole thing. Then there was another time where they literally gave us like 25 minutes or or less. Like, and, and within that 25 minutes, you actually get locked down in the bedroom for like 10 before, like this one was 10, usually it's longer, but you get locked down in the bedroom so they can like, I don't know, film you walking out. Um, Sorry, I just need to. So then, um, yeah, like it was, it was like no time. Like I literally was like, I think I'll, I think I just washed my hair or something. So like I think that addiction. I was literally wearing like Sarah's hat and I've got no shoes on and literally no makeup. And I was just like, oh fuck, this is good as it's gonna get. <laughs> Full pleb mode. Damn. I know, like obviously Damn. with the old big brother, not that you watched it, but like their evictions out of the live audience, so they would at least know if they heard cheering, like the eviction was coming. Yeah. Whereas you guys yeah. were just like told at random times. Oh, it was. It was. It was so weird. And then it, because he would literally come over the speaker and sometimes he'd be like, oh, there's like two hours to the eviction ceremony. And then, yeah, there was literally once, and I think he said 
you've got 10 minutes to get ready or something ridiculous. I remember just literally being like, are you kidding? And like the sun was still up. Oh, do you know what? That was, no. Oh, you got it. <laughs> no, because I was going to say that must have been the one um, that Laura went because then they brought the other people in so we could be in bed. But I don't even think it was that one because that was the first one. Like mm. there was, and I remember we'd had a few. So we were like, what? Like mm. 10 minutes? Like, because we were all just lounging around, just like, oh yeah, like it's nice. It's the middle of the day. And then, yeah, they were like, go. <laughs> I can just imagine like Sonia's rocked up early and she needs to get out. So she was like, quick, let's <laughs> yeah. get this show on the road. <laughs> like, man, you know, I've got traffic and stuff. I need to be home with my child. All works around Sonia. Um, just real quick on Big Brother and Big Brother's voice, because uh, this interests me, and I actually just saw an article yesterday about who played the voice of... Oh, my God, I saw that this morning. I didn't actually read the article, but I looked at the picture, and I was like, damn, he's a bit saucy. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad at all. Yeah, yeah. And I, was act- I actually found myself last night listening to, like, his showreel and other, like, ads, ANZ ads he'd done in the past and shit, and I was like, all right, Oh, cool, my God, cool, cool. send that to me. I would be so keen to listen to that. Maybe I should have read the article. It's I'm different. kind of like... I'm kind of like detoxing a little bit from it because it's, it's been a long journey for me. Like, obviously, I've had it a little bit rough, but so I've kind of been like not really looking at anything, like at all. I think, yeah, I think that's probably um, advisable. But, um, <laughs> but, um, big, um, big brother, there was different voices in the house that you were talking to. Is that right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there was um, one of them was a producer, like, and I actually had him for my backstory. Um, he was, and he's a really nice dude, like he's super cool. Um, so when he would come on, it was actually kind of nice. I was like, oh. But then like, yeah, I think there was like two girls and then we had a nighttime big brother and all the girls actually thought that the nighttime big brother was Scottish, but he wasn't. He was just like, I think he was just like a chav or something maybe. Um, but then, yeah, like, so when the big man would come on, we'd literally all call him big man. We'd be like, oh, like, something's happening. Like, if the big man was on, it was like, uh-huh. oh, shit, like, this is means business. Like, this is, like, some serious stuff. Because, and, like, that was when I would kind of, like, take that as, like, if he would come on, I would literally go put on active wear. Because I'm like, I don't know what the challenge <laughs> is. Like, I need to be well prepared. I'm not just, like, so, like, pretty much, like, from when his voice was on, I was like in activewear and that's when I was like clean or something. So I was like, okay, well, I can't do anything else. I just need to be prepared. <laughs> and your interactions with like Big Brother, no matter which one it was, they were always like pretty lighthearted and friendly or they were like, would they ever get argumentative or what? Um, I never experienced them being argumentative. Um, I know that Daniel and Matt did, but that was because they were like, I think they were like arcing up a bit um, later on. But then, I mean, like, it, it was funny because when was it? Um, I was having like, there was a day where I was having like a full mental breakdown. Like, it was very intense. Um, and I went in there and I like was, st- was talking to Big Brother and then like a different voice come on and they were like, are you actually okay? Like, are, are you all right? No, because I'm quite like self-depreciating. I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. But like, I'm obviously like, I'm not going to do that. But it's, like I'm just like everything's the end of the world to me. I, I mean, major highs, major lows, but it's all fun and games. But yeah, they were like, "Are you actually okay?" And I was like, "Oh no, it's like this is just how I talk." And they're like, "Okay, you need to like pick it up a little bit. Like pull up your yeah. socks. You need to you need to stop like acting like this." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you're probably right. Like that's actually probably fair." Because yeah, I definitely know that my sense of humor doesn't everyone. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, I didn't experience anything too bad. But I don't think 
too naughty, to be honest. Like, I, I'm like a real stickler for the rules. Like, when I see a police officer, like, if I'm driving, even if I'm literally doing nothing wrong, I'm immediately like, I have a gun. Like, I just immediately <laughs> am like, oh, my God, like, I have a gun. Like, and I literally, like, there was one time where I was doing a bretho, and I legitimately, like, I, I bumbled it two times because I was so nervous. And then the girl's like, I'm literally going to take you to the station if you can't do this thing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm just so nervous. And then it's like, I did it and it blew like all zeros. And she was like, what? And I was like, I just get so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I was probably like, the e- it's probably one of the easier ones because I was just like, as soon as I were like, don't do this, I was like, oh, I can never do that. Like, yeah, yeah, I won't yeah. do that. <laughs> no one, no one likes being yelled at and told off, even still to this no. day. You think it, you think it's just like a thing that when you're a kid that you get told off by your teachers and you think, oh, I'll grow up and I won't have to deal with this anymore. But when I do still get told off to this day, it still hurts. It still feels bad. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's honestly like I think. Um, like my mom yelled at me like once not that long ago and I swear to God, I was literally just like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> I feel this deep in myself. <laughs> I've got this, I've got this other thing, a weird like fear of uh, being on bikes and someone yelling behind me. Cause I remember I nick knocked someone, uh, someone, <laughs> yeah. I, I nick knocked a house once and then we're like, uh, we were just messing with him for a while and then we're like, all right, we'll nick knock him and then we'll ride off. And then we got like halfway up the street and we thought we were in the clear and then he just fucking came running, screaming behind us. Like um, I ran to my house and like, cause he knew where I lived. He, he came to my house and like gave my parents a spray and I was like hiding in the tree in the backyard at the time. So now every time, so now every time I'm on a bike and I hear someone yelling in the distance, even if it's not at me, I fucking panic, man. <laughs> just like complete, like all of like panic stations, like every man for himself. Just like, <laughs> oh my God, just don't get on a bike. I think that would be, it's just to be a pleasant experience. You're just like, you know, you're riding, you're enjoying it. Like I wouldn't get on a bike. That just sounds like, yeah, that sounds anxiety ridden. <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoy the I enjoy the chill bike rides, but as soon as someone yells, fun is over. <laughs> oh no! You were in the house, and they sent you into the room with the fears. They would put you on like an exercise bike and just have a man like yelling. <laughs> that would be your fear. Oh my god! Like that's like that's like with my fear. Like so, I feel like my fear like is very confusing. But I literally everyone kept being like, "Oh, what's your fear? What's your fear? What's your fear?" And like I was like, "Oh, guys." don't worry, I'm literally not going in there because there's no way they're going to do my fear. And then when I walked in there, I was like, what the fuck? Like, but it's not so much the fear of cheese graters. It's a fear of submerged cheese cheese graters. They have, like, or the very end of, like, a a block of cheese. So, like, if a cheese grater is, like, submerged in water, like, I I literally... I literally can't do it. Like I actually think about it and I start to get hot. Like is it if in I the have sink? to think, is that what you mean? Like, yeah. Cause it's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Like if yep, you've yep, got gotcha. lots, lots of bubbles and it's submerged, you put your hand in there and like, honestly, like, I don't know if you could tell from the show. Like I, I could tell, but I think it's because I know me, Like I'm very clumsy, like so clumsy. And the amount of time I'm so erratic and like the amount of times I put my hand into the sink and literally like I've graded off my whole fingernail once, like full blown, like the actual, it's split in half and I had just about half a fingernail for like six months. I was like, oh, this is sweet. Like, so then when, like when I went in there, I was like, what? Like, and, and like it was so hot in there. 
so I was just getting agitated. I was like, okay, this is an oven. And he literally had like four blocks of cheese and they were like this, like, I don't know, uh, do I need to describe it? Like a forearm long. And I literally was like grating it. I was getting so sweaty. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't sign up for a workout right now. Like, I'm not, I didn't, like, this. And then, like, when it gets to the end, that's where I start to get scared again because it's like the, it starts to be like precarious. And I'm like, I don't want to be in this situation. So that's when I start to get scared, either submerged or the end. <laughs> Uh, that's funny because talking of like things being submerged i've always had like and water bodies of water for me another one is like being in a body of water and knowing there's something underneath me like being like the idea of being in the middle of the ocean or something and then having like knowing there's like a submarine or like a ship beside me or something but like not being able to even see the submarine just knowing there's a submarine there oh yeah that's weird because it's like it could it's the could that's could. what it is. It's the fear of the could. I think we're all scared. Could <laughs> <laughs> that could happen? <laughs> I feel like I've seen so many people mention, like, on their Big Brother applications, like, don't be honest about your fears, just like lie about them. So, like, from now on, I think people might be a bit more aware of like what could happen. No. So Sarah is like her fear is like clinically diagnosed. She didn't oh. even tell them she was scared of me. Um, but she reckons it was in the, her medical record. Oh, so right. I think even, but like, I mean, that's like a clinically diagnosed one. I kind of thought that was a bit messed up. I was like, not going to, like, she's actually been psychologically diagnosed with this. She was freaking out. Oh, no, it was like, there was three, oh, no, there was a couple where I was like, no, this actually makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, Danny's with the bubble. Like, when she first told me about that, I was like, hmm. this is outrageous but I don't yeah. know then when she got in there she was like like on the screen you could see her visibly like full blown trembling and she was bawling her eyes out and I was like oh no like this actually is like fucked up like we need to stop this like this mm. is making me feel really uncomfortable and then Sarah's made me feel really sad as well and fucking Dan like so he had this golden daytime I don't I don't reckon they showed it like I remember watching it because I told all my friends about this because it's the grossest thing ever to say I have like a fear it's not a fear it's like a um you know like nails on a chalkboard I get the same from like touching wood in my mouth like it literally makes me feel so sick so with that golden daytime Dan had to eat he ate the fucking pop stick and I literally and Shane has it too and me and Shane were both just like oh like screaming like it was but that's how scared he was he literally ate the pop stick I was like this is this is unreal like get him out of there like <laughs> like you're actually subjecting people to like this is like mental torture like you yeah. can't be doing that uh, I feel uh, like with Dan's as well like even if you don't have a fear of birds like out and about he was in like the tiniest room with four birds so anyone would be freaking out uh, honestly, but even I, I'm not really that scared of birds, but like, even I would be like a bit weird because mm. like, I just start to think about like, what if they like accidentally flew at my eye and then like scratch my eye? Like that was like, I'd be like, cause they were like flat, like there was a, he was in there for a while and they were like really flapping around. I, I would be scared too. But, and as well, he like, he grabbed like the wall and literally was like banging his head against the wall at one point. He was like, oh, oh, and I was like, oh my God, he's like, I, he was petrified. Like it was like full blown. Like there was like, everyone said there was like fears and then there was phobias and like Dan's was like full blown. It was like a phobia. Like I was watching it and I was like, I feel so uncomfortable. I started washing the dishes because I was just like, I feel so weird. <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm sure um, you probably had to take up the dishes for uh, Kieran. Kieran would not do the dishes. I 
honestly couldn't even let him wash a dish. Like, I, I think I asked him to wash because he would just, like, come up and just, like, place dishes beside me. I didn't really mind because, honestly, like, the thing is, you're talking to people so much. So, for me, like, I've spoken to so much, like, my family about this, but I'm, like, a clean freak anyway. I kind of just looked at it as if I'm cleaning, I actually don't have to be talking to people. And yeah. people are – because if you just go and sit down by yourself and, like, sit with your thoughts, people are like, what are they doing? Like, why are they doing that? Like, they're not working hard. Like, they're segregating themselves, like, blah, 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 blah. So when I would kind of like clean and stuff like that, like I was like, this is like downtime and no one, no one's like, she's not doing anything. So you're like, you're doing something? But yeah, no, honestly, Kieran, I asked him to wash a dish once because he always, always would like place them beside me like, while I was like just finishing a giant pile of dishes. And then he like just chuck his like whatever in the sink. And I was like, oh yeah, no, no worries, mate. I got this. And then once he came up and I was, I was, I'd just done so many dishes like I I think Zoe had cooked this massive meal and that me and Dave had been like washing and like drying these dishes for like I think like 30 minutes and like it was non-stop dishes and then legitimately Kieran like comes and drops his like plate and stuff beside me and I was like okay you need to wash this I went and peed came back and literally he like put the dishes on top of the dish rack but it had food all over it then I had to rewash like seven or eight dishes. Gross. I was like, you fucking kidding me, mate? Like, I was just like, this is ridiculous. You need, or I want to call his mum and just be like, look, let me, I'll come stay at your house for a few weeks. <laughs> I'll just, I'll sit down with him and I'll just teach him how to be a man. I've told him this too. Like, I've, the amount of lectures I gave him, like, it, we, we danced about it so much because I literally would just lecture him nonstop. Like, it was my, like, it was my duty to make him a better person. He didn't seem he didn't seem phased by it either, did he? He didn't seem like bothered by the criticism. He sort of just knew that he was very lazy. Oh no, definitely. He even on his call, I think his mum said to him like, "Oh, make sure you're like, make sure you're." No, it was in his letter. She was like, "Make sure you're like picking up after yourself, like, because blah 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 blah. Like, you, you won't make friends that way." And he just was like, literally went into the room and he was just like humming. He was like, <laughs> and then just like laughing about. It. I was like, mate. Pick up fucking salt. That's bad. Just pick them up. <laughs> pick them up. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. Um, let's get into it. The first time you're nominated on the show bad. was the fourth uh, eviction. Um, yeah. How was that? It was. Oh, it was so sad, honestly. Like, because oh, I actually thought I was genuinely going home. Like, I wholeheartedly was like, this. Like, because Dan was so loved, and Tal was too. Like, um, like she did definitely have like that whole like scrap with Hannah and stuff like that, and there was definitely like a divide. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I think they like half patched it up, but I think it was like that kind of like oh we're just gonna like patch it up so there's no like action ongoing drama. Um, but I like I literally was like oh well. They're the most popular in the house. Like, I'm, I'm toast. But so I literally went into the diary room. I was like, oh, well, I'm getting ready to pack my bags and say my goodbyes. Like, and then, yeah, literally, Dave came up to me and he was like, don't worry. Like, I've literally, like, I've spoken to so many people that like, nobody wants you to go. Like, I've been campaigning for you because I know you don't want to do it. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. But it's like, it honestly rips your heart in like 400 yeah. pieces. Because you start to think you're like, what did I do wrong? Like, that's all I thought. Like, I was just literally like, 
what did I do? Like, I was just, I couldn't figure it out. And because Ange had kind of like said a few things to different people about why she'd put me up. And I was just like, I didn't know what to believe. And then she said to me, she was like, oh, I put you up to be safe. And then I was like, baby, you told this, this, and this, and this, this, and this. And then I was like, oh. and it just, yeah, it just makes you feel so bad about yourself. Like, honestly, like, I felt yeah. so bad about myself. Uh, should we talk about the Angela thing? Yeah, yeah one. that would be skipping down the track a bit, but let's let's talk about it since we're on her. Um, yeah. I guess the next time you're up is against Angela and Kieran. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't even know what to ask. I don't even know what to ask. You just share your feelings. Uh, we talked um, about we talked once. We talked about the game that you played, which was very just like much being yourself and being social and chilling, and that did well for you. Like you being the social mm-hmm. butterfly that you naturally are, and then Angela obviously was very she because she had already been evicted once, yeah. and she she was playing a very hard, very tough, and uh, like a bit of a mean game sometimes. I think, and I think it bothered her that you were just like really cruising, really chilling, and doing better than her. I go. Oh, I don't know if that was it. She just, like, the thing was, like, and I don't know, like, we had conversations since, so, so I think we should be all good to chat about this. I hope she's not, yeah, I don't, she shouldn't get offended. But um, basically, yeah, like, she kept saying like, that I hadn't earned my place and that I was hiding behind the boys, which I don't think they showed much of that because I just, I think they wanted to keep it quite level and not have it so malicious and whatnot and that it really hurt me like to to say that I hadn't earned my place because at the end of the day she'd already been evicted once like I'm sorry you've actually had your chance you're getting a second chance so if anyone hasn't earned their place it's you so like you need to go and it was it was it was really annoying because yeah we were definitely in separate groups so for her to be like oh okay he does his camp like yes that is all i do there's nothing to fucking do here and i like looking brown like i'm sorry i who doesn't look like i'm pale as hell right now and i literally hate every minute of it like i want I was, fun i was gonna say this is like you're noticeably a bit paler than usual oh my god i'm so pale right now i i honestly i'm so pale right now i don't want to talk about it but yeah. anyway so then yeah it was like when she kept saying to me, like, oh, all you do is tan. If I want to know about tanning, I'll ask Casey. I was like, okay, hang on a bloody minute. I'm out there in a completely separate group for you. And while I do, I told you before, like I have my contingency plans where I go and chat to other people. I am like outside. She's always inside. She doesn't see, like, she doesn't know my game. She doesn't see what I'm doing. Like, it, it, it was just so, like, it hurt me so much like I was honestly so upset I was like don't say that when you're sitting in the green room literally sitting in there all day drinking tea like what's the difference between her drinking tea all day long and me tanning all day long like there is no difference it's just we're living our lives completely different but the only difference is I'm not saying nasty things to you like for no apparent reason like I just it honestly just like ah I really like it really wound me up and, like, because I've had it my whole life, like, I'm always friends with boys. Like, it's just, I've got a male energy. I just get along better with boys. And I even told all the producers that when I was going in there. And then when she was like, you're hiding behind the boys. Like, you haven't earned your place. I was like, hang on a fucking minute. At that point, Daniel and Zave hadn't won a challenge either. So, what, I haven't, I'm hiding behind them. How? Like, what is, it's only because I'm a woman that, like, like nobody was saying that Zave was hiding behind the boys. Like, and he hadn't won. 
it's just because I'm a girl that's friends with guys that people are like, well, she's hiding behind the boys. It just, it honestly, like, it just, it's just small mindedness, I think. And I guess it was just like, because they had the numbers, even though they hadn't won any challenges, like yes. they just, they just maybe had the numbers there, I guess. So. It, yeah, it was, it was just that, that was kind of like how, and I think she just did, I think she saw a sinking ship yeah. and she was just like, if I can, if there's anything I can do to shift blame, I'll do it. Like she was just kind of like, well, she didn't want Kieran to go. So she was like, I'm just going to take Casey down. And I was like, mm. like, and apparently she'd been campaigning for me all day, which I just, I just don't really understand because she was always like, girls going to stick together. Like girls going to stick together. And then she was like, oh, like, yeah, just throw me under the bus. I'm like, well, because she kept saying like, it's the boys club. And I'm like, well, if it's the boys club. And why don't you want Kieran out? It's just, it's, it's, it's only like when it suited her that she would like say certain things. Yeah. I have a few points out of a few things you've said there. First of all, if you were like hiding behind the boys, it's a fantastic strategy because we saw that they, you had a good social standing with them, but I feel like a lot of times they were taking the heat. So it's like yeah. good on you for having a good strategy where if that, not that, that, not that that's what you were doing. You just found people you connected with, but yeah. I think, um, at certain points, they took the heat more than you um, in nominations. I'm, so kudos to you. Yeah. Well, so me and Dave actually spoke about that a lot. Like we were like, oh, like, you know, because Dave's like, oh, my best friend here's a girl. He was like, you know, we're kind of like in here just kind of, like, kind of chilling. And he's like, you know, we're not, we're not ruffling too many feathers. And he's like, this is a good way. Like we kind of need to stay at this level. And I, I was like, yeah, I'm like, that's, you're right. Like, but, there was like a method to the madness. It's not all, it's not all just like, like there is some smoke and mirrors. Like it's just, you obviously don't tell other people that you're not aligned with. Like, Hey, this is my game plan. Like I would be absolutely mad if I was going to walk up to Angela and be like, Hey, this is my game plan. So when she kept saying, you're not playing the game, like you have no game plan. I was like, hang on a bloody minute. Well, I'm not going to tell you my game plan. I would be insane. Like, it's literally like handing you the gun and just being like, bloody shoot me. Like, here you go. I think Sophie actually said something similar in the DMs to us once that even though it may not come across as her having a game plan on the show, she definitely had a game plan regardless of whether it came through as strongly as Kieran's game plan did or Angela's game plan did. Yeah, I just think some people are just more blatant. But I also think that goes, like, with their personalities and stuff like that. Like, I think some people are, like, just more blatant. And I think, like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, there's honestly so many things that it's just, like, even watching it back, like, I'm like, oh, okay, that happened that way. Like, I didn't see certain things that do you enjoy, way. Do you enjoy watching yourself back? Do you enjoy watching it? my god i honestly i have been drunk for three months i <laughs> and i cannot stand the sound of my own voice i won't listen to this like oh. i refuse i cannot like if i hear my voice i like cringe when i was like in the beginning when i had like literally like it's like Beep, there's casey bang she's gone i was like this is Awful. I get to enjoy the show. I don't have to look at myself. I don't have to hear myself. And when I'd be on the screen, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Like, can you fight <laughs> down? Like, honestly. Oh, yeah, I really didn't enjoy it. And I think even now that shows a bit. Like, I'm not super into being in the spotlight and stuff. Like, honestly, all the paparazzi and stuff in Sydney, like, fucking hell. Like, my boyfriend is way worse than me. Like, he's so private. 
and they were like following us through the airport and I was like using him as a human shield and they would have been like it was like relentless for the second we got off the plane and he was like can you just give them a picture so they fuck off and I was like no like I know so like I think all of the pictures of me are literally just me like hiding like uh, I was just I'm just not super into it it's weird though because you'd think like oh, well, you've gone on reality TV, like, blah, blah, blah. But you don't see the cameras. So you don't – and I suppose there's, like, a small amount of, like, narcissism to go on a show like that. But, yeah, I definitely don't, like, want to be, like, like, here I am. (laughs) I'll do that that on a small scale. Yeah, no, I think that's just the assumption because you went on a reality television show. But then again, like you said, you didn't even know what the show was really. Um, no, no. And it was like when they offered it to me, like I, I'm such a yes man. Like I will literally like, okay, so for example, I hate prawns. But every time like people are like, no, but I make the best prawns in the world, even though I know I hate them, I'm like, what if, what if I like them? So I'll eat them anyway. So when they were like, you, you like, do you want to go on this? I was like, well, uh, I mean, like, I'll be stupid not to. Like, maybe I'll really enjoy it. And, like, I did. So, I mean, good prawn. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's memories that are going to, like, stay with you forever. So, like, of course it was a good Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it was, like, such a short time. Like, if you think about it like that, like, that's literally a blip in your life. But it's so, like, monumental. So that's the thing. Like, it was, yeah, it was so short. But to think, like, that that could have, yeah, made such an impact on me. It's just, I'm, re- I'm really glad I did it. Like, definitely. Like, I, I would recommend doing it. But, like, yeah, if you're, not, if you're like me, um, be prepared to watch yourself back. But just have to get drunk. Like, I honestly was very drunk. <laughs> like a lot of the time <laughs> no it's um i think it's true to say like i was watching the show sometimes and the original show obviously went for a lot longer because it was weekly evictions as opposed to daily evictions mm. um but then again so i was watching the show being like god damn they're getting all so emotional and they're so into it even though it's only been a month but then i think about times where i've like gone away for just a month it's been a short period of time and like i look back on like i only went to like central america for like a month or some shit but it's like something i constantly like think back to and like refer back to and like was a big like a big thing that happened like yeah yeah and it is also that is fuck hell with the spot is that See, I like to think of stuff like that it's just like going overseas i'm like i'm gonna make this super worth it i need to like quit my job and like do like intense amount of things like that, is that was it a long flight it was a long ass flight there on the way. I remember on the way back, I actually had like, it was over like a day's flying all up, but then on, oh, the, way, yeah, on the way, well. on the way back, I just got lucky as shit and had three seats next to each other and was able to just like lift up the arms oh. and sleep it out without having to pay $10,000 for first class. So it was sick. Amazing. But yeah, no, that's the thing. Like you think about stuff like that, like even like, uh, like I think it was like in I don't know October or something last year. I went to India and it was like for literally like a month, maybe like a month and a week or something like that. And I literally feel like and that was a terrible trip. Like I was traumatized on that trip. But in saying that, I still like even now, like I'll tell stories to people. I'm like, oh yeah, like blah 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 because like I look at that and I'm like, oh yeah, that was like super. Like yeah, it's it's like when you're away because you're on your phone less, you're doing this less, you're doing that less. It's just so much more, yeah, like time to enjoy what you're actually doing, which kind of ingrains the 
um, like the situation into you more. And if you think about how much less you're on your phone, well, obviously you're not using your phone at all in the house. You've also got no time and this and that. It's, it's so much more, yeah, intense. Like it's so this is going to be, I think this is going to be burned into my brain forever. Like I'm literally, I don't think I'm ever going to forget this. Like it's pretty like intense. Special and sweet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you speak about like, obviously like not having time in the house and like making memories but like you're in there for 24 hours a day and there might be like a task or a challenge. Was there ever times where you guys were just like bored shitless? So, um, there was, they, so the very first week, the, the Sunday, oh no, yeah, this Sunday was a rest day. And I think they did it the next week too. And legitimately, like they canned them because we were, because so they were like, the, the camera people wouldn't be there, but the, obviously we got the six cameras and stuff like that. <clears throat> and they would like give us cards and stuff like that. But even still, like we were fucking so bored because even though you can nap for the whole day, like if you're fuck, if you okay, so think about this. If you're like planning a lazy day, in that it includes like watching movies, like listening to music, maybe some podcasts on your phone, talking to your friends, but like, you're still being a slug. Yeah. Now, being a slug and having no purpose is the worst thing in the whole world. Like, it, it was, it, oh, my God, it was so fucking boring. Like, I genuinely was just like, just turn off all the cameras. Like, we promise we would just sit down in front of the TV to sweat and watch a movie. Like, it was, yeah, it was, I was very bored. Like, and I am fucking, half the house has ADD. Like, but I've got, like, pretty intense ADHD, like, where I'm like, need to be going and like I need to be doing something like and even like I couldn't I couldn't sit down and just like play cards because I was just like I immediately I was like I'm fucking bored of this like everyone was playing president for assholes and I was like I literally bored like this ah, cards is always a fucking weird one cards I never really got around that much like rarely I get See, around card games and shit so man um my sister like um taught me this South African card game it's called Yanov and I actually play it with my boyfriend. It's like, you're meant to play it with like seven people, but I only like playing it with like one person. And when we go camping, like we play this card game relentlessly. But it's also, again, it's just the two of us. And it's like, well, I'm like having a casual drink. It's nice. Like, it, it's like, it's more of like a, when it's just the two of us, it's nice for that. But yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm not playing Spoon at two o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know what the time is. I'm bored as fuck. I'm not interested in this game. Like, and also like, because I am so erratic, I'm not very good at the like snap games. Like I'm just like, I panic. So I like don't snap. And then I'm like, oh, and then I'm also a terrible loser. So I don't want to fucking play card games. Like that's over. The key, the key to spoons is understanding that the spoons aren't actually like the cards aren't actually important. Yeah. 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 I actually got yeah. kicked. I actually got kicked out of uh, the last game of spoons. I was playing for stealing like cards. I was just building a collection of of queens. <laughs> okay, so I don't like to play with cheaters. Like I bet, I bet you would always say, "I want to be the bank when it's Monopoly," and yeah. you'd be like funneling money, like just literally like laundering some cash. Laundering cash. <laughs> I would be so uninto that. I'd literally, I would call you out too because I'm like real good at like, I kind of like, you wouldn't pick it, but I always like, I'll be very aware of my surroundings. So I reckon I'd be like, 
fuck you, I know you've got 200 just sitting <laughs> under that. It's always under the box too. They always think they're so sly, but it's like under the box. <laughs> like, this is my money <laughs> that I'm laundering. Uh, they kicked me out and I was like, and, and ended up taking it out on everyone else in the group being like, this is what fucking happens when people become too attached to like physical possessions, like spoons. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you all. Your spoons are on currency. <laughs> Get over it. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> Card games in the big brother house. Um, mm. I'm sure one of the days where you wouldn't have been bored is your competition win late in the game. Yes. Oh my God, I was so stoked about that. Watching it back, I'm like actually really upset about it because I, yeah, I saw, yeah, like, because when we were doing it, like, honestly, everyone was like trembling and stuff like that. And then, like, when the boys and stuff started cutting deals and stuff, I was like, I really don't want to be given this because I knew I was going to win it. So then I was upset when it kind of was like, like, yeah, it was like, it's like, oh, Chad's like, oh, I should have, I should have just kept going. I could have gone longer. I'm like, mate, you were trembling. Like, that's what like, I won. I literally went in there and I was like, full blown. Like, I was like in the dome. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was so happy. I was like, ah. like I, was, I honestly, because I was like, if I go home. My friends will absolutely take the Mickey out of me if I haven't won one challenge. And when I got back and I was like, I won one. They were like, one. Like, what are you doing? Like, you little girls, like, oh, there's a lot of people. So hard. They were so hard, and honest to God, like, I put my heart and soul into those, and I was bloody rubbish at all of them. Like, I was honestly just so bad at them. And I, like I said before, I'm a terrible loser. I was just like, I was like, good, like, sit in bed and just be like, you just need to do this. Like, but then I loved how, like, that whole day I just looked so determined and then I won I was like fuck that's a really good look for me like here she goes like she's gearing up and it's just like well I'd actually been doing a lot of yoga in the house and it was it's basically like doing a fucking downward dog like of course I could (laughs) hold this like all I've been doing in the house is yoga like this is my challenge like this is it um but yeah I love I love seeing the like the build up where it's like oh my god I'm gonna take this out and then I do I was like If you put your mind to it, you can do it. That really just do yoga. <laughs> Speaking of yoga, it looks like it's still pretty sunny there. How's the weather in Western Australia at the moment? Being outside and doing yoga. Actually, it's actually phenomenal. I've been like I've been really neglecting um like doing any exercise while um I've <clears throat> like while this has been all going on, like I just mm-hmm. everything's been falling through the cracks. But like while I've been in ISO, I like dragged um, my boyfriend into doing yoga with me. So we're doing two yoga classes a day. Solid. Getting super into that. Yeah. But yeah, it's really good weather. And the, like, the water's just like right there. It's got like free shipping and ISO. So, like, we went, like Nick went surfing while we were away. And he's like, every day the surf is phenomenal. And he's like, I just want to surfing. I just want to surfing. Like it's been, been pretty torturous. So it's 14 days? Yeah, it's 14 days. And everyone else, it's, I'm so confused. So like Ian has roommates and then Andrew obviously has a family and kids. I know for a fact Hannah has roommates as well, but like me and Nick have roommates. And then when I went through, they were like, oh, where are you staying? And I was like, I'm staying at Nick's. And they're like, yeah, no drama. But then when I got to Nick, they were like, well, you can't stay at your house. And I was like, why, why, why am I allowed to stay? And then he's not allowed. And then, so we had to switch it. And then they're like, you've got to do hotel. But then I'm like, why did nobody else have to do hotel? So it's been, oh, weird. Been, it's been super rough because, like, as much as Uber Eats is delicious once a week, it is 
torturous eating it two meals a day. Like I genuinely want to die. Like I can't eat this food anymore. Like I'm so over this. Heavy. Yeah, that's that's what I struggle with for sure. But yeah, I just I'm just so like I just want to go home and just like eat food that I've cooked. Like I'm just like I just want to cook for myself so bad. And like coming off already being away for a week. So it's like three weeks of eating holiday food. I'm like, fuck, I just need to eat like a black yeah. sprout. <laughs> hey, going on to um, Big Brother and food. That was the other, and you were talking about them being pretty rough with the fear or phobia thing. Um, what about like the food budget some weeks seemed like you guys, when it got to the end of the week, you were like, were you actually really dying in there because of like, were you starving? Oh my God, honestly. Did, I don't think you could tell. Daniel's... Like, he he has, like, those tight briefs, like, the bombs, like, the, the ones that, like, not boxes. By the end, I'm not even joking, he could pull them off his body. Like, they were, like, they were literally wilting around his waist. I was, like, holy fuck. Like, I reckon he dropped easy 11, ki- like, kilos, 100%. Oh he was wasting away. His face got so gaunt. And I would, like, smuggle him for my eggs. I'd be, like, oh, so, like, we'd ration out the eggs. So, we'd be, like, okay, you get, like... Well, at first it was like one egg a week, but then it like got to like two eggs a week. And I would literally like smuggle in my eggs and I'd be like, like smuggle in my tuna. I'd be like, quick, eat this. Because like, I was just like, I, I honestly was just like, fuck, like you're so skinny. Like you, and like, he's so big. Like he just needs it. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty grim. And there was like, I'm like, cause we could have like staples. It's staples of like flour, salt and stuff. It's like you make like bread and stuff like that. But like, gosh, you can't. Like, you can only eat so much bread. Like, yeah. it, and then that makes you sick. Like, you just feel sick of eating junk. Like, and, and then, like, yeah. The, and then when they gave you a treat, it was like just fried chicken and shit. <laughs> like, I know. I'm, I'm, a, veg- I'm a vegetarian. Baby. I was so filthy oh, yeah, that shit. day when we were doing the guest challenge for the KFC. Like, she was whispering into my mic. I was like, "Can you just give me a salad? Like, can you just give me a salad?" Like, blah blah. And when we got out there, it was just fucking KFC all over the table. I'm like, I understand this is sponsorship. Just yeah. put a salad over to the side, like in the corner of the mm. room. I'll just like quickly eat it. Like, I'll fucking hide under the couch. I don't care. Like, but it was so, yeah, it was definitely going in there. If anyone who's listening, if you're a vegetarian, be prepared that all of the food challenges you won't like. And like, I'm a team player. So like, I would like all of them, like that we had to earn. I would just do because I was like, well, I want everyone else to be hungry. Like everyone else to be fed and stuff like that. But yeah, there was like pasta challenges and stuff like that. And I don't really eat pasta. And like, I don't, then there was literally like, yeah, there was no vegetarian options. Like I literally think like one of the days I got a salad and I was literally, I was so situated. And it was only because it was a roast and it had like a salad. And then I had to share it as well. It was, it was very upsetting for me. I was so upset. Um, do we have any more Big Brother questions before we, like, not wrap it up, but just talk about other stuff? <laughs> I mean, the, the one, yeah, the one major Big Brother question I had was, like, um, well, I mean, like, we've kind of tracked your, like, time on the show, like, loosely. Obviously, we didn't even talk about, like, your eviction, so let's quickly go there. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, um, I mean, like, just, just like, fair enough. Like, Sophie, it was Sophie, right, who put you up? I'm remembering yeah, this yeah, correctly. Yeah. Uh, up against yeah. Kieran. Um, the one question I had, and I said this on the podcast, I don't know if you listened to it, and this is probably like editing, so I want to get your side of the story, um, that you said to Sophie, 
when you were like talking to her about it, that you felt like it was a cop out. And I just mm. wanted like your, where, where did that come from? Because we didn't really see anything like leading up to that moment. Um, I just felt like, cause she came up to me and she was like, Oh, you know, like, um, I put you up. Oh, she gave me like, she, she said like, oh, I put you up like, Oh no, she went to say something. And I was like, it's just a cop out, man. I was like, and she was like, why? And I was like, well, like, cause she kept like, we'd had multiple conversations where they were like, oh, well, I don't want to put someone up because they're like playing it safe and blah, 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 blah. And then when, yeah, she put me on, I was just like, I was just off it. Like, I was just like, this is kind of just like, and like I had done this whole thing where I, um, like, I'd won, I didn't put them up, even though yeah. I knew they were coming for me and I like I knew their whole little plan and I put them up and then that night I sat them down and I literally said, I could have put you up, but I didn't. I'm doing this to squash this babe. I want to work with you, not against you, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, when she put me up, I was like, this is just a fucking cop out. And she was like, you know, I just put you up because um, she said it was something like, oh, because like we're both girls in the house and... Um, we kind of had similar personality or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, it was, it was like a very like, and like, don't like, we're being so for like good now. Like, and I literally don't care. Like I'm like, oh, I, ne- I never thought I was going to win. I was never going to win. <laughs> like I honestly didn't think that was the case. So, but yeah, I was just like, I was just filthy with it. I was like, don't give me a shitty reason. Don't don't do this and like don't lie to my face like I knew I was going home the second she put me up I knew like I was like down to my head like I like this is it like like here you fucking go get the firing line ready like I'm ready to go and I and I knew it was coming but I knew it was going to go to a tie and I knew that would happen like I had the whole thing in my head like I was like yep this is it like this is my day and then yeah so for her to come out to me and give me like just kind of like a shitty reason I was like that's a cop out but yeah I, I and that that's the thing like I was, at that point, I already knew I was going from, like, I don't really care about, like, calling her out. Like, this is a shitty reason. Like, yeah, like, it just, like, just tell me what you really think. Like, we're not really getting along and I don't really want you in the house. Like, yeah. Like, I knew, I knew I was going home. Like, I honestly knew I was going home. I literally went up to chat and I was like, dude, I know you're going to vote for me. Like, I kind of can sense that this is going to happen. I just want to say, no hard feelings. Like, I love my time with you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I literally went around and said goodbyes to everyone because I full-blown, like, like I know it's played out that way on screen that it's like, oh, Sarah had this big decision. But, like, I literally, I, I knew. Like, I yeah. full-blown was like, this is it. This is the big day. Well, like, I mean, like, if she was giving you, like, a kind of wishy-washy answer, it would have been probably easier, from my point of view watching it, and I'm just a viewer, and there's so much going on, but it seemed like, obviously, she wasn't going to nominate Chad. She was really close with Sarah, and she had just made this deal with Dan and Matt, which only left you and Kieran. So, yeah, like, but I didn't, I didn't know that she oh, made the deal with course, Dan and Matt, obviously. Like, I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know that, so, and, like, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know. It was just the way I felt, but, well, yeah, enough, I just back, Watching it back, yeah, you could definitely like. I and there was so much. There was so many messages that were like, "What do you mean, cop out?" And I was like, "This was just like speaking from the heart." Like it was just like one of those things. They're like, "This is a cop out." Like I was, just, and I think it was just it as well. Like I was just filthy on it. Like I didn't, I didn't want to go, but I knew I was going. So I was like, "Now we're It was like obviously fine. like the emotions were like rising as they were getting yeah. to the end. Yeah. No, fair. That's chill. That's chill. Um. And yeah, and then eventually you you went out seventh place, which I mean, out of twenty people, 
you made like seventh place. I'm stoked with it. I'm I'm honestly stoked with it. When I got out and I told all my friends, I was like, I came seventh. They were like, that's fucking tragic. And I was like, what do you mean? And then they were watching it and they were like, oh, wait, this is actually like, like, this is pretty well. Like, I think like, kind of, yeah, you kind of have to watch it. Because yeah, when I told them like, seventh, like, that's not good. And then you're like, like, well, no, because only three people get to the end. Yeah, it's like, what, three evictions away from being at the finale now? Yeah. Yeah. What about what about this? Uh, final three was it a deserving final three? Jaden hates Jaden hates the word deserving, but would you have those three as the final three? And if not, what would your final three look like? I'm becoming uh, an I'm becoming an interviewer now. <laughs> see, see, this is the thing. Like, and I don't want to take away because I definitely watched it, and I'm like, yeah, like you, you know, you you fought tooth and nail, but I just at the end of the day, Sophie was evicted. Oh, I just don't see that as fair that she would be. In, the end like it's just to me it's like you've been voted out and I would have felt the same if Ian had of like made it all the way through and then got to the end I would have been like that's yeah. not fair because we actually voted you out like it's just to me I'm like well if you're voted out like if I was voted out like I and and then I came back like oh, I didn't even know I didn't even know if I would have accepted it because I I just I would have felt like fuck I don't I don't deserve this like and yeah like it was like yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that that was super fair, to be honest. Especially because there was no explain. I'm, especially because there was no explained reason as to why Angela or Kieran or and then Sophie were just given a second chance for the the hell of it. Like, yeah, I wasn't given a second chance. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you were like you you were just before them, and we were watching, it and we're like, we love Casey. Like, why the fuck not Casey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that the thing? Like, I just. I don't know. I kind of think hopefully next year they kind of maybe take note because there's definitely like, and it's not like I, I, I mean, everyone that I spoke with was like, well, this isn't fair that Sophie's in the final three. And I was like, well, like, it's not my fucking game. Like, but I was yeah. like, well, I kind of feel the same. Like it, it to me, it just seems like we've, you've actually been nominated out by the house. Like what, what else is there? Like, I'm sorry. That's, that like, that's just, and then Australia votes on the winner. You don't get to go and come back. I suppose the producers can do whatever they want. It's Big Brother's game. <laughs> I mean, for me, for me, if like they're gonna bring uh, like people back with like second chances, it needs to be like not so late in the game. Like it was yeah. really late. Oh, it was super late. And then yeah, like and it was like yeah, like I mean, if it was like Hannah, Marissa, yeah. or you getting a second chance. You guys winning out, going out like even nine. me, even me. I think it's too late. I think it's too late. Like I think, I I just, I just don't think the sh- second chance should be there at all. I that's just how a person. Like you look at a race. If it's like okay, so say if a runner falls down at the start of the race or like midway through the race, he falls down, but then a crane just comes and picks him up and like puts him where everyone else is. It's like well, no, that's not fucking. And then that guy takes out the race. You're like, well, he didn't like the crane did half the work like you know you, you've not really i yeah. don't know that's i don't know that's how i look at it i'm just kind of like well not really i think that's yeah. it are we done that's it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just, we're all just kind of sitting here looking at each other like ah. no i was just like i was just like we've been going for it we've been going for a minute like we it was have good been. fun yeah. Um, we'll, well, Jaden, wrap up the podcast and then we'll talk a bit after, we'll talk for a minute afterwards. <laughs> okay. No, like Casey, like, first of all, like, thank you, like, once again for coming on. Do you have anything you want to, like, plug for people who have listened? Is there anything you want to get out there? Plug your, plug your cameo. 
no, we're getting rid of that. I'm literally I'm going to get on my phone after this. I'm going to get on my phone and just quickly get rid of it. Nobody follow me on Cameo. <laughs> Don't request videos. Just DM me. Um, anything I want to plug? No. I literally no. You can go to my Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Um, my last name is really hard to spell, so you don't have to work really hard to find me. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's all I, got. I just wanted to give you the chance. Fair enough. Um, no, thanks for coming on and like chatting and like obviously you interacted with us um, during the show, which we were really like stoked about. So no, it was really great. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this. I like this format. Maybe maybe we should get into podcasting. I'm really I'm I love talking. Look Do it. it. You can you can be the you can be the uh, the permanent uh, third co-host next season. Yes, perfect. Add me. Come, in. Add you can me. come on. You can come on next season and talk shit about people that you like don't know, so you don't have to like. Oh my Defending them. Oh my god, I will love that. Just bring me in for one episode. I'll just, just literally. I'll just shit on a couple of people and then be Done like, deal. <laughs> Easy. We're locking it perfect. in for next year then. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully the rest of your isolation goes smoothly. Oh god, I hope so. Jesus, someone needs to smuggle me up some alcohol ASAP. Do you guys even have many cases in WA? Sorry for like getting back into it, but like, how many cases do you guys have? I genuinely, I don't think there's any active cases. I'm pretty, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure there's literally zero active cases. Stay they away from Victoria. Us, they legitimately treat us like we're fucking plagued. Like they leave the food at the door and then they knock on the door and then they run back and we're like, thank you. And then it's like, uh. like they're literally, they do not like us. They're just like, oh, like get out of here. Like, but I, I, I commend WA for the way we're doing it. Like, we're smashing yeah. it. Like, that's that. And, like, when I went over to New South Wales and I had to, like, hand sanitize my hands again, I was like, oh, wow, this is really weird. They don't do this anymore in WA because they just assume you're clean. Like, they're like, oh, okay, well, no one has corona, so you're clean. Like, but yeah, no, like, when I went over to New South Wales and I was, like, going over and hand sanitizing my hands, I was like, fuck, this is annoying. Like, my hands are so dry. <laughs> I've got this one the one the sanitizer I've got in my car at the moment actually peels a layer of skin off so it's like I see all the dead skin cells come off every time I use it it's awful oh my god that's like have you seen those sock things they're like pedicure sock things and they've got like oil in them and you put your feet in them and they literally like rip off your skin but like gently <laughs> like over time and you wear them but I'm just like Fuck, is there anything worse than going outside and putting like wet socks, like, you, yeah. like you're wearing socks and then you walk in like the rain? But this is like, I'm going to voluntarily just make my feet soggy. Like, oh, like actually my nightmare. It's my nightmare. <laughs> that and Kieran hiding behind the door in the white room. <laughs> All right, we'll no, wrap it up yeah. on that. Thanks we'll so much. Up. For everything. Uh, Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to you and for the, all the listeners. Thanks once again for listening. We're hoping to have more interviews with the house guests coming up. So uh, stay tuned to our socials and you'll see what we've got in store. But that's all for now. Bye. <laughs>